Luke, good morning. Good morning, Ty. How are you? Good. Hey, by the sounds of things, you're uh, already out in the field. We are in the field. We're planting corn today and a little bit of soybeans up north. You know, these first couple of days are always tough. you got to get the bugs worked out. People don't understand, you know, every day people do their everyday work, and it's kind of routine, but you only get a plant one time a year and harvest one time a year, and getting those tools and, and all that equipment set up is a pretty big challenge. It is. You know, you always have to reacquaint yourself with some of the technology here in the cabs and uh, just to make sure everything's going to function properly. So off to a good start? We are. We're off to a great start. Of course, we had our beginning of the season hiccups, you know, that uh, sometimes the fertilizer wasn't pumping correctly or little things like that. But uh, we're running three planters today and going full swing. So things are going well. Tell me about the farm. Big family operation. Uh, We're located in Rochester, Indiana. Uh, I have kind of a three-headed monster. So there's my dad, my uncle, and my grandpa that run the farm for us. And then there's five grandkids involved. So I'm very fortunate to be able to work with my family each and every day. Uh, a lot of mouths to feed. So there's eight family members that are full-time. And then uh, during the busy season, we'll have a couple, maybe even three or four more that'll help out during these times. So it really is a family affair around here. And uh, once again, it's, I'm fortunate to have that, that opportunity. We farm uh, north central Indiana here, and we mainly farm corn and soybeans, and we do grow seed corn for Pioneer out of Plymouth. We're also, I'm actually planting popcorn right now as we speak, which is a new thing for us this uh, last year, actually, for weaver popcorn. So we try to diversify a little bit with some of those things. We're fairly sandy, and probably 60% of what we farm is irrigated. When you say north central Indiana, uh, over the past couple of years, that has been a really challenging part of the Midwest as far as getting just the right weather for a crop that is uh, going to be decent enough. Uh, how have the last two years gone for you? Have you been in that area where it's been kind of dicey? Uh, you know, we've been fortunate. We, we were able to control a lot of our moisture situation because we had so much irrigation, but um, every year seems to bring its own challenges, I guess. We, we had a really good year last year, probably the best that we've had. So I can't say that we've struggled too much here in the last couple of years. By the looks of the website, smithfamilyfarms.net, uh, it looks like the operation has grown quite a bit over the last generation, and it looks like there's always something to do on the farm. Uh, since you got started farming, how has the operation changed, and how much has it grown? Oh, it's changed a little bit. Since I came back, we had started a grain elevator also at the farm. That's kind of been my, uh, my little niche that I brought back to the farm with me. So we have about 1.7 million bushel of storage. Most of that goes to the farming side of things, but you know, you can't pay for a bin if you don't have a pole. And um, so we decided that we'll overbuild our storage and try to buy whatever we don't fill ourselves. So uh, that's been a fun and interesting uh, endeavor for us. You know, we've also gotten into buying, I don't know if you've heard of the Plenish soybean program through Pioneer. It's a high oleic bean that is more for a food grade, and it competes with a canola oil. So we're a warehouse for ADM, and that's been good for us the last few years as well. It's such an interesting dynamic that you do food grade, because I, I know you mentioned popcorn earlier in the segment, and, and you mentioned the plenish, which it, it, you mentioned high oleic. So for those that don't know, it's, it's replacing a lot of the oils that we fry our foods in and restaurants fry our foods in, and it's a bit more healthy and uh, certainly uh, lasts a lot longer in that fryer. Really a great product and something that's going to be utilized quite a bit here in the near future. Uh, so explain to people how 
you have to treat what you're planting now, popcorn and food grade uh, materials, compared to the more conventional corn and soybeans? Well, popcorn, obviously, uh, you can't just go in there and spray it like you do commercial corn because it is uh, not Roundup ready. So we have to treat it a little different. Typically, we have to spray for insects where we don't have to have to do that in uh, regular commercial corn. But, you know, it's a few more passes across the field. There's challenges with it, but also it creates an opportunity for us as well. So, and as long as people continue to think that the non-GMO route is more important, I guess we'll use it as a market opportunity. But by no means do we uh, believe that GMOs are bad for us, or will we ever, until there is something proven that's out there. Marketing is so important in what you do there on the farm, especially nowadays, and and being diversified, like you said, uh, is definitely helping out. But have you changed your rotation at all? Uh, You know, a lot more farmers are planting more soybeans this year than they have in years past. Are you going to be adding more soybean acres, or are you kind of keeping things the same there? You know, we're, we're relatively flat. We may have switched a field or two back and forth. With us in Pioneer, the seed corn thing, we really rotate just for the rotation of seed corn. So if they change the field on us last minute or so, we may add another one for the following year. Uh, That has a big impact on our rotation decisions. Um, But I would say we have another 100 to 200 acres more of soybeans than normal, but nothing drastic here. Luke Smith, he's planting corn there in north central Indiana in Rochester. He works with Kevin and Dave and Dale and Landon and Travis Smith. Uh, There's a Jason Owens on the website. That guy just get lost? No, he's still around. Uh, Jason Owens, and actually we hired on uh, Eric Owens, his brother. And so Jason and Eric would be my dad and my uncle's sister's boys. So they're still family. They're still family, absolutely. (laughs) Seems like everybody's family. We do have three full-time guys that are not family, but we sure feel like they're part of the family around here. Luke, I know it's a real busy time and uh, a lot going on on the farm, and I really appreciate you taking as much time as you did to visit with us here on Farm and Country Radio and sharing your story. Thanks so much, and safe planting to you. Hey, thank you, Ty.